Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Zach Drew Show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. And I'm Andrew Bellers. We're going to be talking about abortion today, uh, blasphemy on the billboards in California, Planned Parenthood's trafficking cover-ups, how the HHS targeted your pastor to push the jab, population control, five reasons I don't trust Bill Gates, and the shocking history of his father, and how a new lab created a strain of COVID with an 80% mortality rate and the details on who it was funded by. All of this and more on today's show. Before I start, I just want to encourage everybody that's watching and watches us faithfully to please go online to ZachDrewShow.com and consider tapping that bright orange donate button. We are 100% donor-based. Uh, if our donors go away, we have to as well. You can From there, you can either donate through Tithely or PayPal. Also, guess what? People are loving our coffee, the, yeah. the Liberty uh, blend. People are loving it. Um, here's a couple of, of emails we got. Uh, I'm not going to mention their names because I didn't ask them, so I can't mention their names. Uh, this lady said, this truly is my favorite coffee now. Please don't tell Mike Lindell. So <laughs> I guess Mike Lindell sells coffee too. Good guy. Uh, also, another one. Please, all capital letters, rush my order in Jesus' name. She tried the coffee, love it. Please get me some as soon as you can. That's awesome. Yeah, another one. Hey, guys, just <laughs> wanted to let you know we tried your coffee, and it's fantastic. My husband, who is a coffee aficionado, um, and he thought it was great and so smooth, she said. So please, uh, for our coffee, just go online to www.zachdrewshow.com and click IGBY store, which remember, that's our acronym for, for, our, for our covering, which stands for I go before you, which is a promise that God gave to Moses and to Joshua in the Old yeah. Testament. So click on IGBY store. From there, you can get the Zach Drew Show Liberty Blend Coffee for a donation of $25. Uh, and just let you know to be transparent uh, with our cost and shipping, the donation after that ends up being about $9 and some change. And I, I can't remember if it was $9 and change or $8 and change, but it's not a huge donation. From there, you can choose the one-time option or the every month. Be sure to specify how many bags you would like. Click set up now, and then continue by clicking on view cart, which is at the top of the page. And also, please, if you do feel led, you can give an additional donation, which is under the donate tab. We're gonna be right back to talk about all of those topics after this. So the first article to kind of launch us into today's discussion says FBI Justice Department twists federal law to arrest and charge a pro-life activist. Andrew, take it away. Yeah, and this happened a couple of weeks ago. You you may have heard of this because this is huge news. Uh, his name was Mark Houck, um, and he is a devout Catholic man who um, who just part of his life, he just ministered outside of Planned Parenthood. He would minister to women coming in, trying to convince them, this is a life, please don't get rid of this. Um, this is a life created by God. Um, and there was an incident about a year ago outside of a Planned Parenthood where an escort for an abortion patient started harassing Mark Houck and his 12-year-old son um, and just berating him, being very aggressive. Uh, getting very close to his son. So Mark stepped in like anyone else would. Like any parent, absolutely. And basically said, get away from my son and push this man. 
Um, the man fell down, was not hurt. Um, the district attorney decided not to press charges. Uh, this man tried to file a civil claim against Mark and it was thrown out of court and it was a non-issue. Uh, basically, that was the end of the story until about a year afterwards where the FBI contacted Mark and said that we are finding you um, in violation of a federal act, the FACE Act, and which is <laughs> crazy, but Mark was very uh, cooperative and said, okay, I'll, I'll do it, you know, whatever you need me to do, I'll, I'll help. And um, even though he was cooperative, a, a team, two dozen, yeah, over, you know, 20 plus FBI agents came to Mark's house with their guns drawn, beat on his door, and arrested him. And raided his house. And charged him with this with this federal indictment. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Crazy. That's that's what's really happening. You know? And so here, here's the thing. Now more than ever, the church is needed in culture to stand up, speak out, and remain firmly planted on the gospel of Jesus by reaching out to even to our communities and with, with, with the hope that comes from that singular source, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Here's another uh, article, Planned Parenthood's Abortion RV Seeking to Devour. This is what the article says. Due to the reversal of Roe v. Wade, Planned Parenthood has been forced to close many clinics in states whose lawmakers and governors are upholding the sanctity of life. But sadly, the culture of death has so pervaded our society that many women in pro-life states have been traveling to pro-abortion states like Illinois, where we live, to kill their babies. According to an article by the Christian Post, one clinic in Illinois has seen a 30% increase in abortion patients and a 340% increase in women arriving from outside Illinois. So, as a response to their inundated abortion mills and the reversal of Roe v. Wade, what did Planned Parenthood do? Unbelievable. Planned Parenthood is debuting a 37-foot RV that will prowl the borders of Illinois near more pro-life states to offer quicker and easier access to abortion. Planned Parenthood's RV will facilitate chemical abortion uh, using the abortion pill on babies up to 11 weeks gestation. Planned Parenthood is hoping for the RV to eventually be equipped to commit surgical abortions as well. It is unbelievable. And now it just keeps going. Blasphemy on the billboards in California. And I mean that quite literally. California Governor Gavin Newsom recently rented billboards in several pro-life states with pro-abortion messages uh, inviting pregnant women to come to California to abort their babies. One billboard even had a scripture on it. The words of Jesus, nonetheless, meaning it's taken from the red words in the New Testament. Yeah. And here's, here's the billboard on the screen. Quote, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these, Mark 12, 31. And they're hijacking the scripture, the words of Jesus, to murder children, murder babies in the womb. It's unbelievable. Uh, totally out of context, blasphemy legitimately. While Isaiah 10 verse 1 and 2 says this, Woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees, to deprive the poor of their rights, 
and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. The abortion industry has quite literally targeted those very people, poor, young, husbandless women, many are fatherless. But by the way, if they aren't, don't worry, they have targeted the parents of those young people as well through things like the Parental Notice of Abortion Act, making it so that the parents will never even know about it. If their children get abortion, it's evil, it's wickedness. You know, and just for good measure, you know, this is, it's a, it's a sidebar of today's show. By the way, Planned Parenthood has also aided sex traffickers. All you've got to do, and we'll do it for you on the screen right now so you can follow along. You just go to the website, Live Action, and type in traffickers in the search bar, and there it is. So let's go to the Live Action website. Um, we're going to type in traffickers in the search bar, and here's just a few of them that come up. Here's one. Live Action releases two more videos adding to evidence that Planned Parenthood's cover-up of child sexual abuse is widespread. Live Action released two new videos in its seven-part docuseries, quote, aiding abusers, Planned Parenthood's cover-up of child sex abuse, that provide more evidence that Planned Parenthood's culture of covering up abuse is widespread throughout the country. The videos show Planned Parenthood employees at 15 different facilities from New York to Washington, D.C. to Arizona, Alabama, Wisconsin, caught on hidden camera willing to cover up a child sexual abuse and child sex trafficking. Another one, Planned Parenthood lied to the media about retaining thousands of staff how to report child sex trafficking. An, a new live action investigation shows Planned Parenthood lied to the media after employees were caught on camera attempting to aid and abet uh, sex traffickers prostituting 14 and 15 year old girls. A former Planned Parenthood manager recently revealed that while the abortion giant claimed in 2011 that it was restraining thousands of staff to identify child sex traffickers, it instead trained them how to identify undercover journalists investigating its facilities. Wow. Here's another one. Full footage of live action investigations, child sex abuse cover up of Planned Parenthood. Live action went undercover to find out how Planned Parenthood and another independent abortion facility would respond in a situation where a young girl disclosed that she was a victim of statutory rape. Here, we'll just end with this one. Planned Parenthood pushing to make it illegal for media to publish undercover footage of its facilities. Following is a statement from Lisa Rose, president and founder of Live Action on a bill in the California State Assembly sponsored by Planned Parenthood that would make it a crime to punish certain conversations with healthcare professionals. So this is the organization at large that wants to murder the unborn. Uh, and it's all also a plan by the globalists for depopulation. And I'm talking fast because I've got so much material and it just keeps getting heavier and heavier as we go on with this show. Yeah. And you'll see by the content we're gonna reveal. So in the thread, in the same vein, to continue that conversation on depopulation, here's an article I wanna bring up. Judicial Watch uncovers Biden administration propaganda plan to push COVID vaccine, okay? So Judicial Watch announced recently that it received 249 pages of records from the Department of Health and Human Services, that's HHS, detailing the extensive media plans for a propaganda campaign to push the COVID-19 vaccine. We don't have time to go into all of it because I wouldn't need to get the other material, but this is a huge story. Um, it, it shows how HHS targeted specifically African-Americans and evangelical leaders to push vaccine propaganda. 
the records were received in response to an August 2021 Freedom of Information Act and FOIA lawsuit uh, filed after HHS failed to respond to an April 19, 2021 request for records related to the Biden HHS COVID-19 Community Corps program. Once again, this is a threat of depopulation. I want to break away just for a moment and then we're gonna come back to Planned Parenthood. Population uh, control. Now, for those of you that are even kind of awake, there are certain names that come to mind and a lot of times it's labeled as conspiracy theorists until honestly, you just start reading the quotes. You literally start watching the videos that come from the horse's mouths, so to speak. And it, you, it's, and at that point in time, when people see these videos of them literally speaking uh, these conspiracies and they're becoming fact, people are still ignoring them saying they're conspiracies because they have this, this psych, psychological condition that's called normalcy bias, meaning yeah. there is a standard in which you view the world, your worldview, and everything that has ever happened from the moment you first open your eyes until that date, you kind of process through what is normal and what happens within the world. And if something goes against that 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 pre-programmed normalcy bias in your brain, your brain tries to automatically reject it. Yeah. And, and other than the Holy Spirit waking up these people, they're gonna remain with their uh, normalcy bias, unfortunately. And that's why prayer is powerful and effective. And we need to be praying for these people and even the people in the church that are still asleep. So. Here are, uh, so one of the names is Bill Gates. That's the name that comes up, population control, right? Here are five reasons why I'm concerned with the Gates family. Put it on the screen. Number one, Gates has said, if there were such a thing as world government, we would be better prepared. Number two, Bill Gates refuses to explain, even after all these years have, have gone by, still, hey, there's a big question mark there refuses to explain why he is on the, lo the flight logs with pedophile uh, Epstein on his plane. Now, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying he is or isn't. There's just no, there's no, there's nothing that would suggest that Bill Gates is a pedophile. Now, you know, some of you would be like, well, yeah, of course. Some of you would be like, well, you don't know what I know, right? So I'm just saying there's no evidence of that. But what we can take to the bank uh, is it was most likely he didn't want to reveal why he was on the plane because it would reveal his obsession with funding transhumanism. That is most likely why he will not talk about why he's on those flight logs. Number three, the Gates Foundation has owned 1 million shares of Monsanto, who looks not only to control the world's food supply and poison everyone as they do it, they do their best to ruin any competition from sustainable growth and organic farmers. So at one point, uh, Bill Gates was also a convinced Malthusian. That was not well received, my friend, by the public. <laughs> so he started kind of backtracking those thoughts. But unfortunately for him, he is on record, on video, talking about how he was a convinced Malthusian. So just understand the medical definition of Malthusian is this, put it on the screen, of or relating to Malthus or to the, his theory that population tends to increase at a faster rate than it can be sustained and that unless it is checked 
by moral restraint or by disease, famine, war, or other disaster, widespread poverty and degradation inevitably is a result. You mean people weren't okay with that? Can you believe that? Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought that those things were okay. <laughs> so why such an obsession with pandemics, right? Uh, the next deadly disease that will cause a global pandemic is coming, Bill Gates has said. He's also let us know that we're not ready. Good thing we can count on him. Why didn't on the right white horse? Uh, an illness like the pandemic of 1918 influenza could kill 30 million people within six months, Gates said, adding that the next disease might not even be a flu, but something we've never seen. And the world should prepare as it does for war. Here is an interview with Dr. Anthony Fauci, whom we all trust with our health. Okay. Crickets. Yeah. Um, and he's describing uh, a meeting that Gates, Bill Gates set up at his home in the year 2000 with global health leaders. Listen to this 43 minute audio interview. He had a bunch of international global health leaders that he invited to his home that was showing everyone in the tour of the house. And he said, can I have some time with you in, in my library, in this amazingly beautiful library? And it was there that he said, you know, Tony, you run the biggest infectious disease institute in the world, and I want to make sure the money I spent is well spent. Why don't we really get to know each other? Why don't we be partners? Our interactions and our collaborations became closer and closer with tuberculosis, with HIV, with the vaccine trial. Wow. So it started to fade off at the end. Let me read that last sentence for you. Why don't we really get to know each other? Bill Gates said, why don't we be partners? And then Fauci continues, our interactions and our collaborations became closer and closer with tuberculosis, with HIV, with vaccine trials. Hmm, okay, well, with that in mind, let us continue, take a look at this. Article, Boston University creates COVID strain with 80% mortality. In mice. In an effort to research what makes uh, Omicron so transmissible, we all, always pronounce it Omicron, but it's Omicron, so transmissible, uh, and funded in part uh, by different grants, the researchers cobbled the Omicron, there we go again, spike protein to the original strain of COVID-19. The results uh, was five times more infectious than Omicron. Researchers attached Omicron spike to the original wild type strain that first emerged in Wuhan at the start of the pandemic. The researchers looked at how mice fared against the new hybrid strain and compared to the original Omicron variant. The researchers also looked at the effect of different strains on human lung cells grown in the lab, which COVID latches onto before instructing healthy cells to make copies of itself. They found that the modified strain produces five times more viral particles than the original Omicron strain, which all the rodents survived that. 
all the, and then they, they changed it and then 80% mortality rate. So why is this important? Because it means that Fauci lied. The Boston lab is admitting to engineering extremely deadly chimeric COVID virus with funding from Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates. Yeah, this is that gain of function research that uh, that term became very popular back in 2020 when we realized that North Carolina was, was uh, that university was engaging in it, Australia was, Canada, and, yeah. and Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's the third reason why I don't necessarily trust the Gates. Fourth, while giving a TED presentation, a TED Talk presentation, Bill Gates said, quote, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 to 15%. That is the statement of a lifetime. You go on all the fact-checking websites, they'll say it's all taken out of context. So Bill Gates comes to the rescue and he, he uh, explains what he meant by that statement. And he's talking about how, listen, you know, in these third world developing countries, if we can make them healthier individuals mm -hmm. and also give them a, a choice on what to do with that child within their womb, studies show that women will have multiple babies in the developing countries because they don't know if their baby is going to survive past age five. But if we can up their options and make them generally healthier people, studies show that they don't have as many kids. So that's how he tried to explain that <laughs> quote. Uh, not much better, honest, if you ask me. No. Yeah. Or, you know, and just really quickly, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about this because um, it's just in this thread and we're gonna go to number five, uh, the history of uh, Bill Gates' dad. I am super uncomfortable with this and we're gonna, we're gonna continue this conversation um, with what the CDC decides to do. But this article talks about how CDC could add COVID vaccine requirement for children to immunization list with uh, no clinical data, Dr. McCary. And it's a Fox News article. Um, CDC is receiving a lot of backlash for this, but uh, they're looking to put it on the required list. Then it would likely go to states and there are certain states that would make it mandatory. Like our state. Like Illinois. And, you know, if there's not some type of uh, religious exemption or something like that, um, or if you go to private school, they don't require it. Uh, I'm leaving Illinois. I will, I'm not, I'm leaving Illinois. We'll film the show from somewhere else if it comes to that. I hope we can find other ways around that, but that's where we are. So now let's circle back to abortions and Planned Parenthood. Population control, all these things are topics of today's discussion. Number five, the reasons I don't trust the Gates family. Bill Gates' dad was a top eugenicist and served on the board of Planned Parenthood. So, many of you don't know that. By the way, eugenics, it's the, it's the science of improving a, a human population by controlled breeding 
to increase the occurrence of desirable, uh, heritable characteristics. That's basically what it means. You know, you, you think of, you think of images of like you know Nazis and um, but so and from its inception, the Rockefeller Foundation was at the vanguard of the birth control movement. Okay, now being a major supporter of Margaret Singer, who's the founder of Planned Parenthood, uh, that's why they were so involved. But today, the Gates are very connected to the Rockefellers. Um, and don't forget that Margaret Singer founded Planned Parenthood to kill black people. I'm gonna say that again. Don't forget that Margaret Singer founded Planned Parenthood to kill black people. Margaret Singer, a eugenist, here's a direct quote. We who advocate birth control, on the other hand, lay all of our emphasis upon stopping not only the reproduction of the unfit, but upon stopping all reproduction when there is a not, when there is not economic means of providing proper care for those who were born in health. Margaret Sanger started something and it is literally called the Negro Project. So who did Margaret Singer consider to be genetically unfit? I mean, this is the most racist stuff you can possibly imagine. It was the black population, and she targeted them with a program called the Negro Project. What she did was she recruited influential African-American leaders and ministers, actually, to fuel her propaganda campaign. Here's another quote. The minister's work is also important, and he should be trained perhaps by the Federation as to our ideals and the goal that we hope to reach. We don't want word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population, and the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of the more rebellious members. Unbelievable, unbelievable. The effects of this effort are still apparent today. 79% of Planned Parenthood surgical abortion facilities are located in or within walking distance of predominantly African-American and Latino communities. African-Americans only make up 13% of the U.S. population, yet they com comprise 30% of the country's abortions. Now, let's go ahead and uh, mix in Sanger with the Nazis. We, we talked about that briefly just a couple minutes ago. You know, one of the most enthusiastic supporters of eugenics in the pages of the Birth Control Review, which is Sanger's magazine, was Professor Dr. Ernest Rudin. Adolf Hitler's director of genetic sterilization. Can you believe it? In fact, Rudin's boss, Adolf Hitler, avidly read American eugenics journals and developed his ideas of an Aryan master race from their writers. Yeah. And once again, Bill Gates Sr. was on the board of Planned Parenthood and was even the head of it, according to Bill Gates Jr. And this would have been sometime in the 50s and early 60s, while Margaret Sanger was actually still alive and well. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I wanna wrap it up by saying this. If you are a Christian leader and you don't have a target on your back, then you are doing something wrong.
If you are not fighting for the lives of the unborn when nearly 3,000 babies are being murdered every day in your country, what is wrong with you? Are you even a Christian? Are you even a Christian? I'm being totally serious. Do you know what a characteristic uh, trait of a Christian cannot be? Cowardness. You cannot be a Christian and also be a lifelong coward. Did you know that? Many people don't. Spineless pastors litter America's pulpits. Weak pastors too scared to speak the truth, you know, and to be canceled. Or worse yet, people leave and donations go down. Proverbs 31, eight says, open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth for those who cannot open it for themselves. Who does not open their mouth for the mute? For the mute? Who, who would do things like that? For those that are destitute, who would not do that? Cowards. Revelation 21, eight says that the cowardly do not inherit the kingdom of God. That's a huge statement. Now, understand here that the word in the Greek there, uh, it doesn't refer to natural fears, right? It's not talking about a fear of water or height or spiders or whatever. The word is used in context of persecution, where one has to choose between taking a stand for Jesus or denying their faith in him, whether it is by words or by actions. And if you do not take a stand, the Bible says you, my friend, are a coward. And you also have pastors who, who, who aren't weak, but they're horribly wrong, who have bought into this entire woke culture, sacrificing salvation in the gospel of Jesus Christ on the altar of the gospel of social justice. And listen, I'm telling you right now, there are many different types of Jesus today in this world, but only one real one, only one real Jesus, only one real actual mediator between God and man. And that's the Jesus we find in the scripture. And anything added to the gospel at all is no longer the gospel. Anything taken away from the gospel is no longer the gospel. What is wrong with this world? We have lawyers today that represent trees and fish and, and rare butterflies. What about the unborn? What about you, Christian? When Proverbs 31, eight says, open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Children are a gift from God. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Children are a heritage from the Lord offspring of a ward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Speak up. Be bold for the gospel. Be bold for what is right. 
and speak up for those that cannot speak for themselves. Thank <laughs> you.